Now, I was the oldest in my family, but I, I know folks who were younger siblings. Some will say, like, yeah, I benefited from my brother yeah. kicking me around a little bit. Like, I learned some stuff. <laughs> Not well, sure my brother says that. My... Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. 815 Wisconsin's morning news. Boy, tough story for our weather conditions for today. Somebody shared this on the WTMJ talk and text line. So again, we will be warming up. Sunday's high is 24 degrees. We've got temperatures in the mid-teens for the days leading up to that, but got to get there first. <laughs> this person texted in. Uh, how not to warm up a vehicle before leaving for work. Neighbor sent his pre-driving teen out to start it up and instead... The kid turned on everything but the engine. Oh, no. <laughs> Lights, radio, blower, fans. Result was a rapidly drained battery too weak to start up. Oh, the best of intentions. Yeah, go out and start the car real quick once. Just turn the key just a little bit and right. walk it. Oh, turn it on. Man. Everything's on. Everything's on. Car's on. I can hear the radio. There's Vince. That battery lasts about 38 seconds, probably. <laughs> probably almost hear it depowering. The Star Wars effect. Very good. That would it sounded Excellent like in that guy's that, driveway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very good. Is this just me or I? I'm worried about something, and by worried, I mean it's not keeping me up at night. But it raised concern for me as a guy who's lived here almost my entire life, born and raised here, love all the wonderful things that we do, and I see this coming this summer of two major events like on a collision course, and it gives me anxiety. Not for me personally, but for us. Can we do this? Can we pull this this off? Part of it is I'm wondering, like, is that just me, small walkie? You know, we went at Chicago. We can't do big events. <laughs> what, what are you referring to? Okay, so we got this news release yesterday. And, and I'll preface this by saying, you know, this week is a perfect example. We only have so many nice weekends, right? That's it's true. actually right. a good complaint to have in the summer months. There's so much to do. Like, you could have those perfect weekends. I remember back in the day... There would always be a weekend in July where colliding in the same weekend would be the Great Circus Parade. Uh, then the, what was it? The Later was the U.S. Bank Open. Oh, Greater Milwaukee okay. Open. Oh, yeah, so GMO. The, the GMO, Great Circus Parade. Bastille Days would be yep. downtown. Yep. South Shore Frolics on the south side. And then probably also the Waukesha County Fair. And that would be all one weekend. One weekend in July. You'd be like, God, how... How could I choose to even do all of this stuff? But somehow we pulled it off. I see another huge collision of a perfect storm of weekends coming this summer. I don't know if it's occurred to anybody, but here's what it's going to sound like. Okay, you got the events? <laughs> All right, yeah, I figured it out. Harley-Davidson just announced yeah. plans for its now annual Homecoming Festival. Which is awesome. I yes. love that they're doing this every year now. Yeah, Big they event, just huge event. Decided to get away from doing things on the fives and the zeros and just, you know what? Let's just do something every yeah. summer. We'll have a homecoming event every summer. Bring in some big bands at Veterans Park. Why not? They set up the huge stage right at Veterans Park. Headlining acts this year, Jelly Roll, Hardy, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Peppers. I keep wanting to say the Chili Pipers. No, Red Hot. Which is a Hot. whole other band, and they're yeah, awesome. And they're but we'll fine, save that for St. Patrick's Day. We're talking about the pepper. Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, right. Super awesome lineup. <laughs> big old event. It's happening 
July 25th through the 28th, so that's a Thursday through Sunday. Okay. Also that weekend, previously announced the Milwaukee Air and Water Show, July 27th and 28th, and it's all on the lakefront. Gosh, I didn't even check if, like... Polish Fest is going on that weekend, so that's usually in June. I shouldn't shouldn't make anybody worried about that, but who knows what else. Bastille Days is earlier, but this is also coming off off of the week before the Republican oh, National yeah. Convention. The RNC. Now, the Air and Water Show typically sets up like official uh, seating and yeah. uh, the headquarters and all that stuff is McKinley Beach and Bradford Beach in Point South. But having attended many times, it's one of my favorite events that we do. The whole lakefront is packed from end to end. I mean, you go up mm-hmm. to the water treatment plant on the north side, uh, right off of Lincoln Memorial Drive, and take that all the way down to Veterans Park, and there are people everywhere. There aren't seats necessarily everywhere. People go down and watch for free. So what's your concern well, when, so you add, the, when you sprinkle in some bikers? So I have, I have a few concerns. One is just room. Where are we going to put everybody? If Veterans Park is closed off for you know that ticketed event... That's a huge area where people like to go and hang mm-hmm. out. Yeah. That's not available. Where's everybody going to park? What about the stress on, say, the Milwaukee County Parks Department? What about law enforcement? I mean, again, you're going to come off the week of the RNC, which weeks leading up to it is going to strain law enforcement in the area. And I'm not sounding an alarm bell. I'm not saying, like, we shouldn't do this or anything. I'm just, I'm just raising the point of, like, things that would concern me about whether or not we pull this why, off effectively. Why is it like we, we're having fun things, we're doing great See? stuff, Milwaukee's this big city, all this is going on. Well, we <laughs> That's why I raised that. Is that just <laughs> me, small Milwaukee? I don't know. I mean, Chicago has a million things going all the time, right? They, can't, they don't say, like, we can't do, what is the big thing they do on Taste of Milwaukee? Taste of Chicago. Taste of Chicago. We yeah, can't do that week. this weekend because we've got a parade. <laughs> No, they just do whatever they do, and people figure it out. And yeah, it takes a long time to get around. I'm going to tell you what, though. There's going to be some law enforcement folks swimming in cash after this uh, this summer. <laughs> the overtime is going to be off the charts. Maybe some sheriff's captains raking in t- a quarter mil this year <laughs> yeah, with the OT. Yeah, probably. So, I, so good on them, I guess. I just pointed out, and then, again, I beat myself up for even questioning whether or not we can pull it off, because part of that is our smallness. Well, so <laughs> are you worried about buying a ticket to see the Red Hots and not being able to hear the show because the f <laughs> You have to think. Just sucking all the audio out of there. I think Chili Peppers is a later show, but right. If, so the headliner this year is Thunderbirds, right? It was... Uh, that sounds right. F-18s last year with the Blue Angels. It'll be the Air Force Thunderbirds this year. But, right, what if they're doing their show? You got their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Maybe they, could... <laughs> <There it> is. <laughs> Maybe they could coordinate it. That would be amazing. But you're right. So they're not going to perform until it's dark. Right. But there will still be bands. I mean, there's there's a lot going on. At the Harley stuff, that's not at 9 p.m. I mean, there's a bunch of bands coming. Outcast, Cypress Hill, like tons of bands are going to be at that event throughout multiple days. Folks texting in, uh, don't forget about church festivals. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's happening, but like, right, not that's sandwiched whole, right on that's down That's a whole there. other conversation, though. Oh, somebody the... said German Fest is that weekend as well. Excellent. You can okay, add, so a little, add a little German to this whole from thing. From end to end on the lakefront, it's going to be packed with people, which is awesome. Again, I'm not. I'm not really concerned. There was just that twinge of concern of are we going to be able to do this, and then I, I immediately check myself. I share that with you listening today. Of I know that's that's like small walkie of me. Got to embrace it. it. Yeah, head first. Right. Come on. I will say this though, and because uh, we took my 
my dad and my stepmom and my wife's mom, and she's remarried. So my, I guess my stepfather-in-law, he's an Air Force veteran, and we took them to the air show last year. And because you know I wasn't expecting them to march up the hill and find where I parked, I had to come down and, and pick them up okay. in front of where our seats were near Bradford Beach. And it was at it took me from you know where the water treatment plant is right on the north mm-hmm. side of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So I get down there and I hit the jam of cars trying to move south to catch them. 25 minutes, 30 minutes? I think it took 35 to 40 oh. minutes from there just to get to Bradford Beach, which should take one minute right. <laughs> Like if, you're, if it's clear. You expect some traffic, but it is hard to get in and around there. And if folks are trying to leave the lakefront after the air show and try to come down there for the Harley-Davidson festivities, look, well, not for nothing. It'll so be let congested. me ask you this. Do you think everyone knew that this was happening? Do you think that... I wonder... That like really they, that one entity had no idea that the other entity had something planned, or that the county didn't realize that both were happening on the same day, or the, right the folks who organized this like did, did everybody I mean, look they, at the calendar? I, I, we see that on a smaller scale. You I see it all up, the time when I'm driving. Like, wait, this road's also under construction. Right, yes, we, we you see it on a smaller scale. You and I both do a lot of work with nonprofits, and right, right. when they scheduled the run walk at noon on Sunday in October, and you're like. Mm, you know there's going to be a Packer game. Or you know, I can't believe that people wouldn't come. Like, man, help yourself out. Look at the calendar. The schedule's been out since May. Like, just help yourself. Or right, the, everything that folks are dealing with. Now, granted, we got the Packer game dropped on us on Saturday night. Right, Nobody right. was expecting that. But right, I wonder if somebody after that looked at the calendar and was like, ooh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I wonder. So anyway, going to be best weekend ever, best summer ever yes, in Milwaukee, if you can handle it. 825 on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> 829 on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ Talk and text line is 855-616-1620. I raised concern, albeit somewhat in jest, over the fact that we're going to jam two Huge attractions on the lakefront at the same time this summer. Milwaukee Air and Water Show and Harley-Davidson's Homecoming are going to be happening at the same time in July. Other textures noting that's also the same weekend for German Fest. Somebody said the Brewers are in town that weekend. I didn't check that. They're <laughs> probably playing the Cubs. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Could you imagine? Right. Uh, boy, are you a Debbie Downer. That one text coming in. I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to be. I'm not predicting disaster. I don't want to enjoy do. this. This is, a, this is bad. Mm. I'm just raising it as a concern. Well, the, the one point that I think is important to bring up is that you – there are going to be a lot of people that are cashed. I mean, you are cashing out on law enforcement that month already with the RNC for multiple Which days. Which is the week before. Right. So, so there's that, that. I mean, that you are. there's going to be a lot of people working a lot of hours, making a lot of money. Put a strain on the Parks Department that runs the whole lakefront in terms of helping put up the infrastructure for all of those things. Uh, and then, right, here's, here's one. Uh, for what it's worth, I agree with your concern about having two big events on the lakefront. Lakefront is packed for the air and water show. Parking is almost impossible to find. I don't know how they're going to handle HD as well. <laughs> My guess is they're going to destroy the grass on the lakefront with all the parking. Well, that's that concern before. neither here nor there, right? <laughs> they, they largely do that anyway. But it is a fair point. And so I'm not saying they can't pull it off. I'm just saying if that's something you enjoy to do, like, and like I said, I wouldn't. I would reconsider my plans to, you know, take my in-laws or my my parents or whatever down there. If you have folks who have trouble getting around, it's going to be a lot harder 
to to drop them right at the site for either event. So at at the very least, it's worth raising. Here we no? go. Why do you keep grinning at me? Because I think I, just, I love it. I, this is this is what we always wanted. Yes. This is what we want is the excitement, the energy, the traffic, <laughs> and the no place to park. Anyway, uh, so it's up to the feds, Vince. It is now up to the U.S. Bureau of Indian Affairs on whether or not a casino will pop up in Kenosha. The Kenosha County Board last night, actually early this morning, voted 10 to 9 to move that project forward. It had passed the Common Council earlier. That's it in terms of local say until it gets back to the state and the governor. Yes. So Governor Evers will ultimately, well, maybe, maybe Governor Evers. It's possible that it sits for a couple of years. I doubt that, but it's possible. And then ultimately the governor would make the decision as to whether or not a casino could come to Kenosha. And in terms of that timeline, right, you'd think with, you know, if Governor Evers expresses to the Biden administration, I'm... I'm primed to approve this. If you can get this through or put it on the front burner, you think they could do that it, up. Right. They could do it yeah. sooner rather than later. So that is there. I don't know that Governor Evers has, has committed for sure one way right. or another, but for sure you have to believe they think they've got a better shake with him than the question mark that looms right. in terms of who would be in that office in three And we've years. had governors before say no, and then turn it down. Governor yeah, the Walker. The last one. <laughs> right. Uh, the other bigger story, I shouldn't say bigger, but other in Madison, this story is moving forward now. Remember that whole situation with the naked bicycling? Yeah. That was going on in Madison. These stories pop up from time to time, the naked bikes and whatnot. Well, they were upset last year because a 10-year-old girl participated in one of the naked bike rides in Madison. And you have a bunch of naked people, you have pictures being taken, and here she's 10 years old and participating in this event. So... Without debate, the state Senate said, yep, let's, let's put an end to that. So they discussed it for just mere moments, and the Republicans voted for it, and one Democrat uh, in favor of that proposal. So the so bill... It's going to limit that, right? Yeah, prohibits minors from being brought to an event at which a group of adult participants intentionally expose themselves uh, in a public area. Now, during a hearing on this earlier Yeah, no last debate year, this last time around, yeah. but it was... Lots Discuss. of conversation, yeah. And the organizers, some of the bike rides were upset about it. But also, there was a question uh, put up by one of the lawmakers saying, well, what about a show? What if you're going to go see a concert? And there are dancers. You know, there are some shows, like a Beyonce show or whatnot, where some of the dancers Poor may... Beyonce, she got dragged in all yeah, of this, right. right? She might, you know, might be <laughs> right. showing a little skin or whatever. Well, uh, Chris Capiga had this to say about that. So if they've got to buy 100 strips of cloth to cover their... Butt crack, um, I'm okay with that. I highly doubt that Beyonce would not come because she can't expose her crack. <laughs> right, so yeah, hopefully she still comes. Um, <laughs> worth, as, worth the update just to play that song. <laughs> we'll find out whether crack. or not uh, Governor Evers is on board with this measure. Uh, J- Journal Sentinel had a great quote from him from last year when he was asked about it, and his quote was, it's probably not a good idea for, for children to participate in these events, so... He's aware of the situation, and we'll see if it gets to his desk and if he signs it. 8.35 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight forty-three on Wisconsin's Morning News. So if you're the parent of children who fight, first of all, I empathize with you. I understand sometimes kids need to fight about the silliest of things almost all the time. 
<laughs> well, it's, and sometimes it has to be when you're in the room. Cause yes. When they're not, when when they're alone, they're fine. They get along great. And then you walk in, all of a sudden, a fight breaks. And up. you're expected to arbitrate this. Yeah. yeah. The bickering. Well, oh, my but, gosh. He, but but he. Anyway, good news <laughs> if you're someone like me. Uh, research Vince from the University of Cambridge's Center for Family Research suggests that healthy sibling rivalries can help your mental and emotional development as well as social skills. So if your kids are bickering or fighting or pushing on each other a little bit, you may be frustrated by it, but the studies seem to indicate that that is actually good. I could buy that. I mean, definitely. Now, I was the oldest in my family, but I I know folks who were younger siblings, some will say like, yeah, I benefited from my brother kicking me around a little bit. Like I learned some stuff. <laughs> Not well, sure my brother says that. <laughs> my for me, I don't even think it's realized. I think the kids just like it's almost just how they communicate now. You know, it's like oh well, everything's a, yeah. a match. I got nothing to say, so I'm just going to say something that is condescending. Take to a shot, yeah, poke. Yeah. Right. I, I like almost feel like they don't even realize it's happening when they have a conversation about anything. We could do a whole hour on this. You got the olders, you got the youngers, and you got the middles. What they would say about right? It. Oh my gosh. 8.45, Wisconsin's Morning News. Coming up on 9 o'clock on Wisconsin's Morning News. Revolution in television viewing that debuted in the 1970s really came of age in the early 80s that reverberates to this day in how we consume content. Whether we're talking about DVRs or streaming, it almost met its demise at the U.S. Supreme Court 40 years ago today. With the Sony Betamax and the portable Sony videotape camera, you, you can record what you want, when you want, and watch what you want, when you want. Yeah, yeah you can. Commercial for the old Betamax. Are you too young for the Betamax? So that's a little bit before my time. VHS. I mean, I knew of the beta yeah. through the years, but VHS was always our go-to. So prior to the 1970s, Sony was first out with what we commonly now call the VCR, but they had their own format. It was beta, the top loader, the smaller tapes. <laughs> so why didn't that one take? Well, okay, so what happened was Sony had proprietary technology, and then what you had was later... Every other electronics maker came out with an agreed-upon format, which was VHS. Ah, okay. So you had Sony doing its own thing, and the rest of the world producing electronics that all played the same format. So ultimately, VHS phased out the higher-quality Sony. But back in the day, like I I can tell you, first time I ever heard of the ability to record something on TV. Now, this would have been into the 80s, but we had Cub Scouts on Tuesday nights in Wauwatosa at Wilson Elementary. You know what else was on Tuesday nights? The A team. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. No, we can't have that. What on a the terrible same collision! So we get to school <laughs> on Wednesday morning after Cub Scout meeting, and there's my guy Kev. Kev had all the stuff. Okay, he's like first guy I knew to have a microwave. First guy I knew to have like yeah. everything. Had Atari, all the stuff. Kev comes to our crew, and he's like, "Dude, A team was awesome last night." I'm like, "Yeah, whatever, dude. You were at Cub Scouts." He's like, "No, I watched it." I'm like, "Yeah, whatever, dude." He's like, "No, I taped it." What do you mean you taped it? I taped it. I got a Betamax. What the hell's a Betamax? What are you talking about? Just pure nonsense. Until Kev took us to his house to show us this technological marvel that allowed you to record some stuff off TV and then watch it later. So that was the first time you had the on-demand idea of television viewing. And it almost didn't survive. This is the anniversary. The Sony Betamax and later electronic makers would make that VHS, right? Started this whole idea of time shifting. You record the show, you watch it oh, later, yeah. watch it over and over again. But you know who didn't like that? It was the folks who created the content. 
They wanted the ability to not only force you to watch it when they put it out, sure. but also uh, in the case of some folks like Disney and stuff, that was when movies on TV were a big deal, and they didn't like it because they wanted to re-release movies in the theaters. Yep, yep. Here, this I pulled this from Marquette University Law School, who wrote up a little something about it years ago. Two movie studios, Universal and Disney, objected to the new device. Uh, let me see. Their primary concern was in protecting the ability to re-release movies in theaters after they've been broadcast on television. So they sued Sony principally, few others, for copyright violations. And the case worked its way through the courts and went all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court, where the high court issued its ruling on January 17th, 1984. It was a 5-4 decision wow. against the plaintiffs and for the rest of us who wanted to record stuff whenever we felt like. And, and look where we are today in this on-demand society that we currently live in. Right? Isn't it crazy, though, like how that kicked off the whole, like, I don't have to watch a show at 7 o'clock on Wednesday because that's when someone well, else decided it's on. When did, like, those double VCRs pop up? Oh, those were sweet. And that I think that spurred another lawsuit. So that was VHS format, right, where you had, just like you had a dual cassette recorder back yeah. in the day, you had dual VHS, so then right. clearly people were going to the video store and just flat pirating. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody sued to stop that either. There was a way that you could rig up if you had two VCRs where you could hook up the one to the right. other yep. and do yep. it manually. But this gave you just one component. Just carte blanche, right? <laughs> just go to the store and rent Temple of Doom and go to town. Pa- pause this one, and here we go over and over and over again. How many people were doing that? I remember recording off we of were, like, uh, HBO. Sure. Like whenever we, our cable, because we didn't have any premium channels, whenever we had a premium channel weekend or like a four-day where they'd say, like, hey, free showtime for four days. Oh, yeah. We would record everything we possibly could. You'd get the 10-pack of the two-hour yes. tape. All the, yeah, and just go and go. There was and burn six hours everything. on E or there was uh what SP was standard play. Then you had EP extended yep, yep. play, and there was one other after that that would extend it out in terrible quality <laughs> to six hours on a single tape. Yes. Have like three movies yes. on there. Somebody would take your tape, record their dumb show over it. Mm-hmm. Little brother would record, you know, the Muppet Show or something on your thing. Hey, that was Total Recall. I, I remember recording Star Wars because it was on network TV, and I'd <laughs> right. pause the commercials. I'd sit and pause through each commercial. Now I wish I still had that tape to see the actual commercials back then. But anyway. Changed the world, and then could have changed it back 40 years ago on this day. With a Sony Betamax and the portable Sony videotape camera, you, you can record what you want, when you want, and watch what you want, when you want. <laughs> WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Almost there. WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. Still brutally cold this morning with wind chills dipping to 20 below. But we're on our way to a high of 15 today. Low down to 6 tonight. Chance for some snow showers. And then temperatures in the mid to upper teens Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Sunday's high looks like 24. So we're getting there. Hey, you know, we were telling you about Lloyd Austin earlier about how when his aide called 911, he's the defense secretary. He didn't share that he had cancer uh, surgery or anything going on. Then had complications and went back to the hospital. He just got released. He's back home now. He's supposed to make a full recovery, but they still want to get him on Capitol Hill to interrogate him on what happened by not telling anybody. Kate Middleton hospitalized after undergoing planned stomach surgery. She's going to be in the hospital for two weeks. Ooh. So in that case... Princess Kate. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. So Princess Kate, is there is there an obligation? Now, it's 
It's her own private stuff. I mean, she, it's you don't have to share anything, but if hospital for two weeks. Well, okay, but can Princess Kate scramble jet fighters? Well, no, I'm not, <laughs> and whatever, I'm, not, like, I'm not saying it's the same thing. Obligation different. But there. is there, given now that we're hearing 911 calls from yeah. Lloyd Austin's house. Which is not it, what he wanted. The you, opposite of what he could wanted. Could you suggest to the uh, the palace, hey, just get in front of this and say what happened yeah, right. so there isn't going to be all this digging and, and God knows what kind of reporting about why Princess is in a hospital for two weeks. Yeah, and, and Austin's not out from under this in terms of the scandal yet. No, he's going to be, it'll be a hearing. There'll be a hearing where he's going to have to be under the spotlight talking about it. Lots to get through. WTMJ now with Steve Scafidi is up next. Business headlines first with the Milwaukee Business Journal's Margaret Nachek. NBA Hall of Fame basketball player and Marquette University alumnus Dwayne Wade gave a $3 million gift to his former university. It will support an academic program, a new scholarship fund, and the creation of a men's basketball practice facility. Two Lowland Group restaurants planned for Greenfield's 84 South development have been canceled with the CEO citing rising interest rates and increased construction prices. Knopf Knopf Grill opened its third Wisconsin restaurant location on 76th Street in Greenfield Tuesday. I'm Margaret Nachuk with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ.